This is The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. They're running a strange program, y'all. Now, here's Frank Morano. And good morning. Frank Morano has the day off, a well-deserved day off. I'm Dominic Carter here along with Anthony Weiner. Good morning to you, sir. Great to be back with you, Dominic. You're pulling all kinds of shifts. I heard you this morning. Mm-hmm. I heard you actually, I heard my name in your in your rap this morning talking about your shopping. You paid a lot for some honey or something, and I got to tell Anthony Weiner about this. You don't have to tell me. I'm listening to the radio. I, I, I see. But, but with the point I was trying to make, right? So, so in New York State, right, one of the stores that we have, uh, it's called um, Stop and Shop. Stop and Shop, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I went in there, Anthony, and my thing is, like, you're not going to get me. I'm not going to spend a ton of money. So, like, I, I belong to Costco, right? But I stay out of Costco because you go in Costco to save $5, <laughs> but you end up spending 500 <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I feel you. I right? feel you, yeah. And so I, I said I'm going to buy some uh, – we're going to get to uh, George Santos, former Congressman George Santos in a second. He's teeing off against uh, the New York City Mayor, Eric Adams. But so I went into uh, into Stop and Shop, and I said I'm going to purchase two packs of uh, of blackberries to put into my yogurt, right? Because I'm diabetic, I have to watch everything of what I eat. I have to eat a special yogurt and mm-hmm. so on, right? And I I bought some um, pre made uh, chicken wings, right. and I bought uh, a, a small New England uh, clam chowder soup. And I purchased a bag of generic, non-brand name chips. The lady said at the register. Wait a minute. You left out one big thing. What? You left out the honey. That's right. That's right. You you have a good I, I listen you, you to me and I listen. There. One thing about it, I listen. I am a big listener of ABC. They should give me one of those Nielsen meters to read. <laughs> I jack our ratings. But anyway. And so so I, go, I go to the cash register and the lady says $48. I went in there to spend five ten dollars. What was the big? Was the honey the big nut? Thing? No, I didn't. I I looked at the honey. Right, I've been looking. Wait, at honey it doesn't everywhere. work out. Even if the honey was expensive, it still should have been forty eight bucks. Forty eight bucks, uh-huh. and so so I I look look at the honey. The honey was almost nine dollars. And I said, not in this lifetime. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll either I'll either go into a local Seven Seven Eleven and and buy a cup of tea and get one or two extra honey packets. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. We have a uh, police officer in New York who's retired, and uh, her name is Sherry, and she's the one that said, Dominic, you know, when you have a sore throat, you got to have tea and honey, tea and honey and lemon, right now, yeah. which is what you have right now. Right. And she said, make sure you get an extra couple of packets of the honey. Right. Of the honey. But $48. But uh, here's the thing, not, not knowing anything about the honey you bought. so I, I passed on the honey. So, so I, was, I was outraged. So Huma, my ex-wife, she, she drinks tea with honey. Honey is a little bit like, what would be an analogy, a little bit like coffee or, or these really fine um, vinegars. Like it, there's a real range. Like there are some really expensive cultivated. Tell me about it. Cultivated honeys. And then. I, however, I'm I'm a philistine when it comes to honey. I I don't I put it in tea. I can barely taste it. I do it because people say it soothes your throat. But you can get really expensive stuff. But it, what was? The, but I I missed the punchline to the story. Had they made a mistake? Or, no, or that was really no. what it cost. The punchline to the story is things are expensive. But doom doom, your boy, the president of the United States, 
who happens to be a Democrat. That's the point of the story okay. that 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 you spend so much money. He, he, it's he, amazing. You, he, you that he, totally he har- went over your head. He harvested which part of that? Which part of the harvesting? Well, thankfully, thankfully, in, inflation is now much more under control than it was, say, a year Here ago. We go. That's Here one we go. of the things we, we, we're just starting. That's just one started. of the things. <laughs> That's one of the things that was good about this year that we can say, okay, a lot of the things that we looked at in January and February of last year are a lot better today, and we should all be grateful for that. And, you know, I had an interesting experience on my way into the studio uh, passing through New Jersey, right? So in New Jersey, it's one of the few states where you cannot pump your own I think it's gas. the only one now. Oregon changed. New Jersey's the only one left, I think. But you know what? What was funny? So, so in 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 this area, we have a lot of rain, right? And normally, Anthony, I like the rain. I view the rain as romantic. Oh, yeah. and it's and it's you know it's sleeping weather, and it's it's just wonderful unless you're unless you're doing live shots all day unless, in a bunch of rain, or or you're biking to or you're biking to work in the studio. Then it's a little bit soggy. Did Did you bike to I work? I did not. I did not. Oh, okay. I was about to say. And so anyway, so you know, and if and in New Jersey, if you go to touch touch the pump, you know, the, you'll be scolded, you know, by by the attendant. So it's it's raining, and I'm right there in New Jersey, and I, and I'm on complete e because I forgot to get gas earlier, right? And so the guy looks at me and waves his hand, and he goes, "Go ahead," and I'm like, yeah. "Go ahead with what? Get your gas, sir. Pump your." Own. He said, "Cash a card." I said, "Card. Get your own gas." And What's, he turned around and walked away. What is the? Do you know the history of that regulation? Why it exists? Absolutely not. But let me That's tell you this. That's a Frank Rano special. I bet you he but, could tell us. Yeah, yeah. We we and, and I'm sure he's with his <laughs> wife Rachel right now and his son. They, they're probably sleep or doing something great that they want to do. Actually, but, at Carmine's age, I'm not sure. Carmine's he's probably still up and bouncing off the walls at this hour. <laughs> you're right. That may be the case. But the the only thing I can tell you about New Jersey, right? So one of the big Biggest kept secrets, right? I don't know the story behind um, why the attendant had to pump your gas, but I can tell you this much. One of the best kept secrets was that you could leave New York. You could come over the George Washington Bridge. You make a right onto the Palisades Palisades, Parkway, right? And right there, the tip of New Jersey, because it literally goes from New York to New Jersey back to New York. And you could go to the gas station there and you would save a ton of money on gas. I mean, right. a ton. The gas tax was much but, lower. But, but the politicians in New Jersey, they raised the uh, taxes on gas. So there's not much of a difference now. Now it's not. Yeah, it used to be a very big difference. Different states have done it differently. States, so there's a federal gas tax, as you know, and then there is a state portion. And some states have kept it pretty low. Some states have, have it higher. Now, New Jersey... They always argued low gas prices because we don't have a great mass transit system in in in, uh, in New Jersey. But eventually, they said, "Wait a minute, we need to raise revenue in order to invest in mass transit." So they wound up. It, really, you don't get any advantage from doing it. It's, it's the same way when you go through the Lincoln Tunnel before you get into uh, Hoboken or anything. There's all those gas stations right there. It used to be almost worth it before the tolls were out of control. It was almost worth it to drive in, get the gas, and come back. That's how cheap it used to be. But maybe one of our callers here can can let us know if they know the history of why it is that New Jersey had that regulation. I'm sure – I bet it's some kind of union thing back in the day. You know, the, right, the, the, right. The, the union of pump operators said we want to keep our work. But um, so, but, so let's go ahead and get to topic number one. Uh, Former New York congressman ousted uh, from from the House, George Santos, uh, says that he received a box of chocolates for Christmas. 
And according to the story from Santos, which is now apparently coming into question of whether or not it really happened, but Santos claims that someone smashed his car window and stole the chocolates. Now, when I first heard this story, Anthony, and I want you to listen to what Santos had to say in a profanity-laced message, lashing out at the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, referring to him as an effing animal. But when I first heard the story, I said, wait a minute. I don't know anybody whose car window has been smashed in the last five to ten years. Do you? Car thefts are up in the city. Thefts. That's definitely happening. Um, All over the country. But it is not like it used to be where guys would go along. Like he actually said in his rant, they didn't even take the change. Part of it is that we don't have change and are sitting in our cars anymore. So you don't really have – you don't hear it that much. But we should play the cut so so that the audience around the country can hear it a little bit because I have some thoughts about this. Okay, so let's listen what you're about to hear, and you may need to cover your ears a little bit. You're going to hear a couple of beeps. It is George Santos recently ousted from – Congress, and he's going off because he claims that a Christmas gift of chocolates, someone smashed into his car, smashed the window, and took the chocolates, and Santos is blasting the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, again, uh, attacking Adams for wearing an earring in his ear, attacking Adams, referring to him as a, quote, effing animal. Listen to this, folks. Hey, y'all. George Santos here. Ah, do you want to know what I got for Christmas? Ah, Mayor Adams, you are so good at running this city. The Christmas gift I got is, it's a first for me. I've never thought I'd experience this in my life, but I guess we're back to New York City in the 70s. Look at this freshly broken car glass. Yeah. Look at that, Mayor Adams. This is the city you're running. You are a cop, right? You piece of shit. Is that what you do? Is that how you're keeping the city safe, you fucking animal? So I have to deal with this now, and it's December 26th. Ain't this lovely? Lovely, I say. Oh, by the way, did I mention it's a brand new car? Like, literally, a brand fucking new car. <sighs> Don't move to New York, people. Stay the away from here the city only cares to fuck over americans and take our taxpayer dollars and shove it in the asses of these migrants while the city is dangerous we can't even street park our car <coughs> this isn't that kind of neighborhood i'm not in the ghetto i'm not in the hood this is literally the reality you know what's the crazy part <coughs> i'm one of six cars same row same row same row of parked cars so you all tell me would be a little oh you have a brand you wear your little earrings you have you're a celebrity you adams ah no we didn't need to hear that Uh. (laughs) uh i mean look can i let me let me you know for those of you for for those in the audience who listen to my show I have I, – I didn't think he should have been kicked out of Congress. I have some real empathy for him because I feel that by listening to that and watching how he behaves, he's got issues. I don't want to die. No. No, but I'm saying I don't want to diagnose him from afar. People used to do that with me as well. But 
something is going on with that guy. And to me, it's a little bit like watching a, a car crash in slow motion. And we should all keep in mind that 2024 is probably the year he goes to prison. Um, so there's something going on there. But he's doing something very common, an unpopular person looking at someone even less popular than him and saying, I'm going to make him the enemy. He was doing it with Biden towards the end of the year. Um, I think we, I think if, if God is good, 2024 is a year that we see less of George Santos, not more. But I, I, I will say this. You know, I – I'm someone who knows a little bit about something about being in a scandal and having to resign. I mean, he didn't resign. He was thrown out. And as I said, my position has been we have political solutions for political problems, legal solutions for legal problems. He should have had his legal day in court, and the political process would have been he would have served one term. And as I heard you say earlier to a caller, he's inconsequential. He was a freshman member. Not a single vote came down to one vote all year, so it really didn't matter. But – I do know that when you have this kind – I mean I think that if you look at the fullness of his record and you know this, Dominic, the first radio interview he gave was – it happened to be to me and John Katsimatidis. He he agreed to come on the Cats Roundtable at 5 o'clock. I happened to be in outside working on a podcast or something. John called me in. So the irony of this guy who had – was thrown out of Congress for a scandal and me who resigned in embarrassment for a scandal talking to each other about the thing. But I think that it's pretty obvious what's going on and that he's trying to find anyone less popular than himself to direct the ire at. The latest information about the story, though, is we're not sure it's entirely true. Um, This company, Carvana, said that George Santos returned a car that he had purchased and it was not a new car, as he said in that video. It was a five-year-old car. They said there was no sign that the car windows had been broken, but they said it could have been in the past. So wait a minute, Mr. Weiner. You're telling me that there's a possibility that Santos may have lied again? Well, the the local police precinct in that part of Queens did say that Santos called him and that there was a police report that was taken. No one's seen the police report yet because it usually takes about a day for the police report to be generated. Um. I know the mayor's press secretary raised questions about it. He He, he said on Twitter that... Probably as a joke, I'm you know, 99% sure that Santos broke into his own car for the attention. But all of it being said, part of me is just I, – I feel for – I just feel that this guy is cracking up right in front of us and that doing a whole bunch of racist stuff about the mayor and turning at this as the mayor's job. Oh, wait, it, wait, 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 wait. So wait a minute, Mr. Mr. Weiner. Um, uh, and we're going to start – I don't know what it is about you, but every phone line is completely lit up and – we're going to start with the calls. So did you say the word um, – did I hear that word right? Did you say it's racist what well, Santos did? It sounded that way. Oh, that, oh, oh, and it, oh. I mean didn't, just, that, didn't that tape sound racist to you? Like an oh, animal, oh, 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 nose oh, 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 ring and all that stuff? Well. You, uh, uh, well. You're, you're a better barometer. You're, you're, you're 75% blacker <laughs> okay, than I am. I, so. I, I tell you what. 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 You refer to the city's second black mayor as an effing animal. You tell me what it is. Oh, of course, oh, I, we know I, what it is. I, oh, I thought you were saying it wasn't. Yeah, no, no, no it, I'm it, being sarcastic. Yeah, no, but 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 you know, Dominic, who at this point, what relevance? Santos had a little bit of relevance. He was a member of the House of Representatives. The people that voted for him in in the third district of New York, for them, they lost a representative. They don't have one right now. It has some relevance to them. To the rest of the country, Santos has been basically uh, a laughingstock, right? It's of little consequence. I agree with some of your callers. I don't believe he should have been thrown out. But basically, I don't believe he should have been thrown out 
because I believe we have a legal process that should decide whether the guy committed a crime. Then the political process available to us is elections. And unless, you know, I mean, that, that's one of the reasons why you don't prosecute, for example, Donald Trump when he's in office. But when he's out of office, then you can go ahead and prosecute him. But but bring it back to Santos. But wait, I am, wait, wait, wait. If you're going to prosecute Trump, shouldn't there be some meat on the bones? Shouldn't oh, yeah. There, should, there, shouldn't there be a violation of, of the nine, law? There's 91 indictments. No, 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 no. I said yes, shouldn't. Yes, 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 right, yes, but, yes. I, but I said, <laughs> I said shouldn't there be a violation of the law? Not, well, not, not this 91 juries, count stuff. That grand, juries, grand jurors will do whatever a prosecutor wants them to do. Oh, okay. So what system do you propose? Well, that's the system that we have. But you know, Anthony Weiner, that grand juries, you know the saying. You, you're a lot smarter than I am. You've been around a long time. Uh, a, a district attorney can indict a ham well, sandwich. Well, these are U.S. attorneys, not district attorneys. Sa- but but sa- on the federal level. In that case, what process do you use? If you don't trust that process, what process do you suggest we use? I didn't say I don't trust okay, the so process. Okay, so you trust it, I trust it. So he's been indicted in no, 91 no, times. No, 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 no. Okay, well, I, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to say Michigan. And the reason we'll come back to Santos. The reason why I'm going to say Michigan, because I know that you've heard that Michigan's top court recently ruled within the 24 hours that Trump will remain on the 2024 presidential ballot on Wednesday. They rejected an effort to disqualify Trump from the ballot, a legal win for the former president that comes a week after he was deemed ineligible for Colorado. You, you know what ballot. they didn't say in that decision? They didn't say that Trump did not commit insurrection. All they said is they believe this is a political question and it's not a legal question. Now, I think they're wrong, but the Supreme Court is going to rule on this. I said two nights ago exactly that the Supreme Court was was um, was going to put uh, was was going to put them back put back on the ballot. There's you been, did. There's like 40 different states. This is going. You're going to 40, 40 but, but different But are you decisions. willing to admit that Colorado was wrong in their decision? Oh, I read that. That was an ex. That 220 pages. I read every one of them. Look, they ruled that the, the you can't put someone on the ballot who's not 35 years old. You agree with that? You can't put someone on the ballot who is not a citizen. You agree with that? You can't put someone on the ballot who hasn't lived in the country for 14 years. You agree with that? You can't put someone on the ballot who committed insurrection. You agree with that? So all they did was follow the Constitution. I believe in the Constitution. Well, well, we all do, but but Trump did not commit insurrection. According to the according to a, a five day trial in Colorado, they came up. And by the way, Michigan and, and I all, say this all again, Democratic judges. I say this in again, Colorado. Okay. So what 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 other judges would you like? By the way, three of those judges did not believe he should be thrown off the ballot. Right. They which all proves, agreed. Which proves my point even more. All right. Explain that. It, it proves my point because even with a loaded deck, a stacked deck of seven Democratic judges, three of them still sided with. All Trump. right. Let me ask you a question. Are you telling me that the only judges you will accept a verdict from? Is a Republican judge? No, no. Okay. What I, what I, what I, what Democratic I, judges hand what, down hand down penalties what, for what, criminals all the time. I don't what, hear you complaining. What I'm telling you is that we we could call Mr. Trump's actions unorthodox. Um, uh, we could say that it wasn't his finest hours. Uh, here we go with those looks. I don't know why but you're looking at me like that. How do we decide if it's illegal? Well, how about the Supreme Court? The only and, one and court not, ever rules on something's illegal. Nothing goes okay, to the Supreme Court. Okay, but. Okay, so in well, how do we decide if something's illegal in the state of Georgia? That's a great point. You have an indictment, and then you have a trial. That, that, He'll that, have a trial. That, He'll have the best lawyers around. That, he's found guilty. That, he goes that, to prison. That, that, that's a great point. I'm glad you brought up Georgia. 
Because, Mr. Weiner, you know that every Mickey Mouse prosecutor says, oh, me, me, I want my moment uh, in the sun. So it's a Mickey Mouse be, prosecutor and prosecuting your guy. I'm going to go after Trump in my overwhelmingly Democratic city. I can be the next mayor. You know that's the thought okay, process. Okay, so you only will trust a Republican no. prosecuting a Republican. No, how about a fair process? Hey, it's a process. What was unfair about the indictment? We're now going to have a trial. If you're right, he'll be cleared. If I'm right, he'll go to prison. No, if I'm right, <laughs> if I'm right, there won't be any trials. Okay, in okay. 2024. Excellent point. So you don't believe in having trials when people get accused of wrongdoing? No, no, that's not what I said. How what should my, we decide then? What my point is that you're overlooking Trump's victory from the Supreme Court, where they said we're not going to rush this process. Okay, that's fine. But, and but, so, oh, that's fine. No, let's so, go with the slow so, process. So, let's get back to Georgia. We skipped away from Georgia. Okay, so Georgia. How do we decide if he committed a crime in Georgia? How do we decide? In, in Dominic Carter's world. How do we decide? Yeah. Do we have an indictment and I then honestly, a trial? I honestly believe the Fed should make that decision. Not, it's a state not, law. Not, We're not a local, talking about the Fed. It's right, a state right, law. Right. It, but it's convenient. It's convenient for a local prosecutor. I mean, come on. You know it's a Mickey Mouse case. It's, come well, on. You keep, wait, what, before you keep saying what I believe, I think I can say what I believe. Okay. Tell me what you believe. How do we decide if he committed a crime in Georgia? I just said uh, a federal court. No, or, no, not or, a federal crime, a state crime in Georgia. How do we decide if he committed a state crime in Georgia? Election uh, laws are state laws. How do we okay, decide if you okay. broke one? How about the state attorney general? Certainly shouldn't be a local prosecutor. First of all, the, for the president of the United States. Why is it different if a president than the guy who, 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 who hijacked who, who carjacked because, a car? Because you already know, Mr. Weiner, because the, the, the president of the United States is the highest figure of the land. You he's, don't, no, you he's don't, the same. He's the same as you yeah, and me, right. my man. Yeah, he, right. Wait a minute. So you don't believe in equal justice? You yeah, believe I do. In president, I do. You believe Donald Trump gets one brand of justice and a guy who's a carjacker gets a different you, one? You know what's amazing about this argument? If you put Obama's name in there for Trump, you would be screaming bloody You keep murder. saying stuff like that. I'm asking because you a simple I'm, question. I'm saying Dominic, that I'm because— I'm making this super easy for you. If someone violates the law in Georgia, a state law, it's the president— it's the president's butler. It's the president's driver. Mm-hmm. Do they have different standards? No. We believe in equal justice right. under the law. Right. So how do we do it? We have a trial. How do we do trials? We have indictments. We have juries. We have lawyers. We have an adversarial proceeding. And then at the end, we, we say that's our system of judgment. We don't say let Dominic decide. We don't say let Anthony decide. Okay, so, why- so that's what we're doing. We're having trials. Okay, so why? So then what happens when a Republican district attorney says payback? On, on and goes after a Democratic president. Oh, you mean like a Donald Trump prosecutor goes after Anthony Weiner? I accept responsibility. It's a trial. I was, I was, conv- so I did the I, action. I wasn't referring no, to. No, no, no. I'm saying that I have some personal experience with this. You don't see me running around and saying Donald Trump did it. I did it. I committed this act. I'm responsible for my, my and by the way, I didn't have, I, I can't, I didn't have Donald Trump's lawyers. I had, I had lawyers who, who negotiated a deal. I accept full responsibility. I'm making amends to this day. We don't go around and saying, I don't trust the justice system because I don't like that judge. We have one system of justice. We have a system that Republicans and Democrats both uh, 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 decide who, who judges should be. Presidents appoint them of different parties, and then they go off. 
Just because Rudy Giuliani was appointed by Ronald Reagan, I don't think that every conviction he got was tainted by by by, by partisanship. We only have one way to decide whether Donald but Giuliani Trump crimes. was not going after the president of the United States of America. That doesn't matter. You don't believe. You think about it, Dominic. If that matters, then we have different laws for the president. Our whole constitution is based on the idea that we don't make that distinction. Dominic Carter has the exact same right to justice as Donald Trump does. And Donald Trump is just alleged to have done these things. He's got the best lawyers on earth. He can defend himself. If he didn't do the crime, he should not do the time. But if he did, this is the only way we have. We have juries. We have indictments. And by the way, you had, you, we had a conversation two days ago about the, the Mar-a-Lago documents case. I didn't say that it was a Republican judge. That's why it's taking so long. I, I mean – it's going to take how long so, it's going to take. So we've got to take a break. But you, you don't think out of fairness that, that if, if charges are going to be on a local level, that it shouldn't be the state attorney general That's of that state? the only system we have. What other do you propose? Someone from Pennsylvania comes in and prosecutes no, no, in no, Texas? No, 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 uh, no. So in Georgia, uh, yeah. in Georgia, why not the state attorney general? It's not it, The state attorney general is not a criminal prosecutor in that, that state. That's it's, true. It's like our state. It's just like New York. But you, there has we, to be oh, a better system. Why? Than just, What's the matter because with the, Anthony, it's not the system Anthony, except Anthony, 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 you know, like I know every local prosecutor says, let me sharpen my knives. I'm going to be a star. Okay. Explain this to me. Explain this to me. You, you wanted to talk about Georgia, right? And then we got to take a break. Why did the district attorney in Georgia go take uh, uh, her publicity photos again, right before the Trump case? Why did she do that? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, publicity photos. You know what they are. You take them. I take them. We take them on behalf of the radio stations. It, people in the public right. eye, you have publicity photos for, yeah. for the newspaper. She went and redid her photos. Why? She redid her photos? She, yeah, right she, before the Trump case. She's an elected official who took photographs? I don't even understand the issue. I'll be, I'll be, I just don't know the issue. The, what I'm trying to say to you is that she's a complete phony. That's In that I'm... case, she will lose the case. It's a complicated RICO case. Let's see if she loses the case. By the way, she's got a very di- difficult case against that rap, that rap guy, too, going on right now. If this, if this is a difficult case to make, let's see if she makes it. He's got the best lawyers on God's earth. There but are he, people coming before the prosecutor. But I mean, he shouldn't have to go through this. He was the former president should, of the United States. What does that have States? to do with the price of tea he in should, China? Because it, it, I could see if there was something clear cut. Read the indictment. Oh, come on, Anthony. If, and if he but, didn't do it, he won't get convicted. That's the way our system works. We only have one way oh, of finding. Oh, so he won't be convicted. But we're going to tie him up in an election year so he has to spend money so, the, that it, so that he can't be on the campaign hey, trail. Don't do he's got to be. He's got to be here Everybody in was, court. Oh, and a, let me death, ask you something. And what, about the guy, and what about the guy that drives the bread truck who is gonna, who is oh. sitting in Rikers Island waiting? Why do you think just because he's Donald Trump running for office, he has some spe- – and this is why he announced in March, by the way. You wouldn't say that if it was Obama. Oh, that's but, baloney. But, but, that's but, baloney. but, but, let's take a break. We, we, we went off of uh, Santos. We went off of Santos. Uh, we did enough on we Santos. We did enough on Santos. You're done on Santos? I don't know. Do you have any more on him? <laughs> <laughs> speak about, let's, let's, speak, speak about let, guys going to prison. Let's let, – so I'm not the only one to say it? Okay. Anyway, let's take a break. Let's take a break. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter. We're in for Frank Marano, who has the day off. We will be right back. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Marano. Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. 
back. I'm Dominic Carter, along with Anthony Weiner. We are filling in this morning for Frank Morano here on the other side of midnight. Frank has a well-deserved day off, Mr. Weiner. So are we done with George Santos yet? I think we are. You, you, I mean, look, my, my general thing, getting back, you know, tying it into the Trump conversation, is that if you are indicted federally, statistics show that 97% people wind up not winning or losing, but plea bargaining because the feds are so difficult to deal with. As a matter of fact, I think it's a very bad trend. You know, the Sixth Amendment of the Constitution guarantees you a right to trial, but as someone who went through the process, the, 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 there's something called the trial penalty, where they say to someone like George Santos, we've now charged you with tax evasion, we've charged you for illegal contributions, and just apropos the conversation you had with some callers in the last hour, the lying is not what he was charged with. So that's political stuff. The stuff is he stole money from campaign donors. He he lied about where it came from. He filed false documents and things like that. So it's not the stuff about him aggrandizing his, his, his reputation. But what happens is federal prosecutors will sit down with you and they'll say, look, this is what we've got. You are going to plea to to this count or we're going to charge you with this other one. That has a twice as long – it's called the trial penalty. And I think it's a very bad system because you really don't have a chance. I was really in in no position um, even if I wanted to prove my innocence. And I had had a pretty good case, but even if I wanted to, they said to me, well, if you choose not to accept this deal, we're going to charge you with something that's a five-year mandatory minimum. I wound up serving 21 months. Five-year mandatory minimum. It was an easy decision for me. I'm like, I'm not going to take that chance to not see my kid until he's 18 or whatever it is or 16. So I, Santos, net-net, is going to negotiate. He's going to go to prison. He's going to serve time. So he, that's the story here with all the stuff about Cameo and him doing this. He is someone who is facing – looking down the barrel of going to prison. I think that's the way this is going to end. So I don't really think – and this is obviously that, that audio that you played. It's a cry for help. It's a cry for attention. It's a cry for help. And I think we've given him enough attention. Is there any way – that he uh, – because they he, he has said and the feds have said that they're in uh, plea uh, uh, negotiations. Is there any way – I don't see a way that Santos avoids prison. I mean because it would be a black eye for every prosecutor in that case. Is it's, there any way that you see that he avoids it's, prison? It's too, here's the upside and the downside of being a high-profile defendant, again, speaking from experience, unfortunately. The upside is you probably, if you're a high-profile person, you probably have the ability to attract lawyers. I was fortunate enough to have some excellent lawyers who served pro bono for me because they were just just kind about that. Um, but the downside is if you're in the front page of the New York Post, prosecutors, they want to they wanna get you. And it's not uh, for political reasons. It's for their thing. They want to get wins. Every prosecutor – this is the real problem with prosecutors – Prosecutors are judged on whether they get wins, not whether they serve justice. So the incentive for them, once they decide – and this is, this is a lesson for Eric Adams, by the way. 
once they decide to target someone, once they decide to indict someone, they don't like to let go. They're like a dog with a bone because they think their job is to get pro- – to get. If I, had a, if I had to make one change – and the problem is prosecutors. You talked about the prosecutor in Georgia. The accountability around prosecutors, the, the impetus to get convictions – and it by and large is not Donald Trump's Anthony Wieners and George Santos's. It's the anonymous guy who is charged with a crime, who doesn't have the fancy lawyer, who says, listen, I got I to gotta plea because I got to plea because – that's the only way I'm, I'm going to see the light of day. I, ju- I think that it's very unlikely that they come back and they're going to give him a suspended sentence or give him probation. He did some pretty serious crimes. And remember, we saw the headline, he faces something like 91 years in prison. Now, he's not going to get that. But now for a prosecutor to stand up in front, of a, uh, in front and say we're going we're gonna to give him six, you know, three years of probation and fine him, that's not going to happen. He's going to wind up doing some prison time. And, and I, have, I have empathy for anyone who faces that. Let's uh. Well, you know what? Let's bring in some calls sure. before before we get to uh, Israel and Hamas and the protests out in California uh, at LAX. And and you were you I were actually got caught in one today. So we'll talk and, about and we'll that talk too. about that uh, out at LA, LAX and also at JFK in New York. Let's begin uh, here on the other side of midnight with Francine on line five. Good morning, Francine. You are on the other side of midnight. Morning, Dominic. You are really holding it down. Let me tell you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Francine. Hands full with Wiener because he's going to challenge you, and he don't give up. <laughs> that's, that, that's the Brooklyn to me, Francine. That's right. And I'm from Brooklyn too. I have a little sore throat, but I just wanted to say something about Santos. I, I mean, I'm, I hate to say what happened to him, but payback is what he gets. Okay. I mean, if he wanted those chocolates in that car, he should have taken them out. Okay, and that's how I see it. But what he's done to people, I say that's his payback. And that's all I want to say about that. Well, Francine, thank you for the call. But but again, let's keep in mind uh, that the entire story is being called into question now, whether or not it happened. And see, that's what that's what happens, Anthony, when when you have lied that's about everything exactly else. Right. You know, if you think people are just going to believe that the car was broken into, considering that it's George Santos, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, look, that's – and, and this, is, this is a lesson for life in life too. You know, when, when I got caught doing myself, I lied about it because I was embarrassed. So people think there's some you know, great thing. No, you sometimes lie when you're embarrassed about something. But yeah, he's now got credibility problems. But let's assume for a moment it happened. Let's assume for a moment he got his car broken into. People get their car broken into. It's a, it's a sad thing. Other people on the block got their car. But I don't think it justifies some kind of a personalized screed against the mayor. He sounds like a person who is struggling with issues. And um, I, frankly, am getting a little bit uh, a little bit tired of talking about him and listening to him, to be honest. I'm, I'm a little bit tired of people that are defending him no matter what. And they want to say, oh, look at look at Senator Menendez, look at President Biden. I mean, listen, you can say whatever you want about those officials, but let's focus on Mr. Santos. Let's go to uh, Barry, line four. Good morning, Barry. You're talking to Anthony Weiner and Dominic Carter. Morning, guys. Anthony, you, the other night you were talking about inflation and you had these wonderful low numbers. But when I go into the supermarket, and I buy the same items every week, but now going on probably, I've been retired since 2016. Every time I go up and down the aisles looking for the best buys, 
everything has gone up in price, and it's still going up on price. And just to give you an example about you, you throw out these percentages. We have a, a store over here called the Dollar Tree, and it was about two years ago. Biden was in office for maybe two, three months. Everything in the dollar store became a dollar twenty-five. That's twenty-five percent inflation, Anthony. Go to the gas pump. Oh, okay. well, gas is a bad example. Gas is a bad example. Yeah, but gas is a bad example. Gas okay, was up close to wait, six wait bucks. Now it's two thirty. Hold it, hold it, hold it one second. Let I'm me sorry. get one more thing in. I'm sorry. When Go you ahead. talk about the stock market, I've been invested in four hundred one k since the nineteen nineties. And let me tell you something. I took a tremendous hit under Biden, a tremendous hit, maybe 35 percent. Oh, stop. You know no, it's all back now. It's all, it, market, listen to me. Wait a minute. Let me the ask you something. Barry, Barry, let me let me let me just me. Barry, 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 Barry. But, but the problem is the problem is with anecdotes. And 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 my friend Dominic likes to use anecdotes also. The problem is with anecdotes. You've got anecdotes and then you have the actual numbers. The stock market. Anthony Weiner doesn't make up the numbers on the stock market. The stock market has gained back everything from COVID plus. It's now higher than it was under Trump. The gas prices are down 40% from where they were at the beginning of the year. Election year. Okay, so it's an election year. That means that Biden is doing his job. No, it means it's an election year. Okay, so we're going to vote in an election year. So prices are down in an election year. That's the year we're going to vote. So – so the idea, but you can't just say, oh, it's not true. Anthony Weiner's making up numbers. These happen to be the numbers. And Barry, go ahead, continue. Nobody said you're making up the numbers. What I'm telling you is that the numbers do not translate into dollars in a person's account the way you think. If the stock market went up to 90000 then I would be back where I started out. The stock market at 37000 does nothing for me. If you look at the prices of the funds and where they've gone, it's shocking. Wait, I well, I, I have, let me I make one other point. Let me make one other point. And, and, and Dominic and I didn't get to this the other night, but this is a good opportunity to do it. There's also this element of greed in the marketplace. You know, ExxonMobil made last year in one quarter $30 billion, and yet they were raising prices at the pump. We have um, Amazon had the most profitable time that they've ever had po- during COVID and post-COVID, and they raised prices 15%. And all of the executives of these companies and all of the stock buybacks are being done by these companies. You know, some of it is greedflation as well. People read about inflation. They hear about inflation. So these companies then go out and jack up their prices. I think that there's plenty of reasons why prices go up and down. You've got a war. You've got covid You've got fuel prices. There's plenty of reasons why things go up and down. But it's so funny how all of us who are not the billionaires don't look at the people, the companies that are, and look at the greed that they show in these times and say, hey, maybe it's about time we start to say maybe don't get every last dime of profits on our back that you just go into buyback stocks and do nothing to raise worker wages and nothing to hold down prices. Well, Barry, thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to uh, line. Let's go to uh, we're gonna, in a moment. We're going to go to Pennsylvania, Joaquin. But let's go to line five. Let's say good morning to Lisa. Lisa, 
you are talking to Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter. Welcome to the Hi, other side you? of midnight. Good morning. I hope you both. How are you? I hope you both have a happy and healthy New Year. Thank you, Lisa. Um, okay. Last night I was half asleep. I don't know if I heard right, but I did hear when you were talking about Donald Trump. Uh, you referred to him, unless I'm wrong, as a rapist or like rape. What happened with that woman in the dressing room? Am I right or wrong? Because You're right about that. Is, Okay, if it is true, which we all say things that might not be, you know, we don't mean, it is offensive to real women who were raped. Rape, to me, is someone forcibly attacking you, what happened to the women in Israel, people on the street who someone, you know, by force or with a gun or with a weapon. That, to me, is what rape is. As a woman and as a mother of a daughter, you know, I take rape really seriously. And, you know, I, I'm, this is a different topic. Harvey Weinstein was a pig, but was he a rapist? No. These women made the deal with the devil. They wanted to be millionaires. They wanted to be actresses. And you know what? This is, you know, that's why the word rape really upsets me, because when someone's raped, it's a different, you know, you understand what I'm saying? It yeah, I, I do. Now, it wasn't my word. It was the word of the judge that presided in in the case. He was oh, sued by Gene. Okay. Yeah, he was sued by, by Gene Carroll for for rape. He, the verdict did not come back. It was a, it was a civil case. And right. so okay. she went out. Here's just let me kind of give you the history. So she went outside the trial and she and her judge said that Donald Trump were found guilty of rape and Donald Trump sued her. And said, no, you're, that's not what it said. And the judge in the case said, yeah, the common usage of the word rape is what happened to this woman. That's why I, I use that word. And remember, he, again, he was found guilty of, by a jury uh, who believed what this woman said, and she accused him of rape. By a jury, and I'm not minimizing this, but by a jury in New York where he's not liked at all. That's where all. you commit the crime. That's where you committed the crime. Okay, but, 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 and I'm not, I'm not casting doubt, but I, but I guess at the end of the day, I am Mr. Weiner in a department store. You claim, she claims that. That uh, that he pinned her, I believe, against we, the wall. Neither one of us was in was right, in right, was right, in there right, for that right, trial. Right, right, right. But but I think to Lisa's point, right? What I believe, and I want Lisa to make her own point. But you know, a woman being raped in a department store—that's very hard to believe that you don't scream out. I know people react differently to different situations. Dominic, you and I but, have and, to be and, careful. And, and then you're right. We do have, we to, have be to be careful. careful. And then she comes forward all these years later. We have to be L- careful Lisa, about that too. We okay, have to be Lisa, let me, let me, okay, before we get Lisa, because okay, I want to okay. hear what she has to say. She's okay. the only woman in this conversation. You're right. But, you're I, right. but I, <laughs> I, I will say this, and this gets back to the other conversation about the legal process. We only have one way. In our great country, you know, there's this expression, we have the worst criminal justice system in the world, except compared to all the others. You know, it's not a perfect system, but it is adversarial and it relies on citizens putting on their citizen's hat and doing the best they can to come up with the truth to try to give justice to both sides. And he was found guilty of these things. And we can't, we have to be careful not to say every time it goes against our guy that it's wrong. I mean, it's sometimes, but but Lisa, why, why don't you have the final word on no, this? No, I mean, believe me. Uh, I'm I just feel I know they found him guilty, but you know what? Rape is when someone really what happened to these women in Israel, people in an alleyway or someone's forcibly, you know, with a knife or really attacking. Not if, you know, like Harvey Weinstein, they found him guilty of rape. I don't think he was a rapist. I think he was a pig. 
Okay, what he did was wrong, but these women, like I said, made the deal with the devil. He had power, he had money, and that's why they became, they wanted to become famous. Uh, I look, and I, I think that's a fair position to have, except I will say that was his defense. And a, and a jury of his peers, a jury of citizens, heard the evidence, heard the, the, heard the prosecution. He had the, the great lawyers, Arthur Idala was one of them. So he had a chance to make that case. And at the end of the day, I think we as Americans have to acknowledge we are not in every jury room. We're not in, in every experience. And it's very easy to read something in the papers and say, well, that sounds suspicious. And, and all I said, look, and I don't believe in the idea of trying someone in the newspapers. You know, I've had some experience with that. I think that – but I do think that the criminal justice system is the only way we have if we want to have some confidence that there's an outcome. We are going to take a break. Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter here with you. When we come back, we're going to Joaquin in Pennsylvania and more of your calls from around the country. This is the other side of midnight. Frank Marano has the morning off. We will be right back. The other side of midnight. Side at Midnight with Frank Morano. Anthony, I'm not going to sing this morning. Uh, are you going to try it? I'm not going to. No uh, karaoke. I, I am. Uh, I am not no? going to. No. No. I heard well, you. I heard you doing it the, 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 earlier in the day. You. You sounded. Uh, <laughs> let's just say. Let's just say you're not ready to join Vinny Matunio yet. Let's just say. <laughs> in a moment, we're going to go to a call in Pennsylvania, Joaquin. But let's go first to Lisa in the great state of Connecticut. Good morning, Lisa. So nice to hear from you. We always see you on Twitter, but thank you for calling in. You are on the other side of midnight. Hi, how are you? We're doing well, Lisa. Go right ahead. Okay, so as a um, a victim of domestic violence in situations that we're talking about, unfortunately, in my past, um, I'm kind of with you, Dominic, on your partake, where when I got attacked and everything, I was screaming and fighting my way out and went right to try to get help at that point and try to get an ambulance and try to you know, get help from the police or anybody around me. So that's where I stand a little bit weird about this whole Donald Trump and that whole rape situation. I'm sorry, and I don't want to ever discredit anybody that has gone through any type of situation like that. I have been a victim myself of bad things. And I'm just saying, when that has happened to me, I, you know, I know my voice and I'm screaming my way through it. And people are going to know. And we're, we're sorry, Lisa, that you had to deal with that. And, and let Thank me you. be that's very okay. clear 
I'm not trying to uh, minimize Miss Carroll's version. I I, I I am only stating uh, what 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 Mr. Weiner appears to be common sense to me. If you're in a dressing room at a prominent uh, right. uh, department store, first of all, how would Mr. Trump even get into the dressing room? Maybe this was years mm-hmm. ago. So the, 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 how would he even get in? Right. And two, all you have to do is scream. And a clerk or or the woman in the dressing room, somebody's going to hear you. I, I mean, this, 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 so all, all, as, all of as this. As person that has had something bad to happen to me, you know, if, that, if I don't want somebody coming at me with that type of intention, I'm screaming my way out. And people are going to know. So that's why I think it's a little bit weird. I'm sorry. And I don't ever want to discredit anybody in that situation. But I've been a victim. Okay. And I had to deal with that. And I, I am not silent in any way in that situation. So that's what makes me think, of, you know, a little bit on. Uh, it's got my spidey senses up, like, with this whole situation with that. I'm sorry. And then you come back years later. Like, come on. Please. Well, I mean, the reason she came back years later is that New York changed its law that allowed people to come back years later and bring these. No, bring these no, suits. that's not that. Come on. She could have. She could have. She could have come forward. Uh, in a relatively short period after it happened. Now, there, I understand, there are dozens and dozens and dozens of right, cases of people right, that came back after right. the statute of limitations. And, and and there are some victims. Everybody doesn't respond the exact same way to these types right. of situations. Uh, some women panic and just freeze. And unfortunately, it, it should never happen. Listen, I, I think there's real reason to have concern about, you know, there's, there's a reason we have statutes of limitations. And the reason is people's memories fade, witnesses die, the, uh, surveillance tapes are not available. New York State made the decision to allow people who were victims of sexual violence to go back for a limited period of time and to bring these actions. And all, all I can say is that there was a trial that these things came out in the trial and a jury of Miss Carroll and Donald Trump's peers came up with this decision and he had he had legal representation. He had the opportunity to testify if he wanted to. I don't know if he did. I don't think he did testify in that trial. Um, but it's it's a complicated thing. But far be it for me to, to, to question Miss Carroll or the verdict. I just I wasn't in the courtroom. Lisa, thank you for the call. Happy New Year to you. Joaquin in Pennsylvania, please do me a favor. I apologize that we haven't gotten to you yet. We see you, but we do have to take a break. And when we come back, Joaquin, in just a couple of minutes, you are the first one in the queue. And then Anthony Weiner and myself, Dominic Carter, will continue. We're here for Frank Morano.